So, you know, when you uh, go to take a vacation, if it's a week, if it's three weeks, even if it's like a little weekend, it's supposed to be relaxing. Oh, absolutely. You know, we uh, Virginia schedules some things for me because I don't have a lot of vacation time that we take little weekend trips to different places. So my strategy is Friday, take off. So we leave Thursday night, get to wherever we're going. We have Friday to do whatever we want, Saturday, and then come home Sunday. Right. So the trip that we're going to be doing is is going up to Lake Tahoe. My parents have a house up there, and uh, it's a rental. And we stay there for free, which is great. And all we do is we pay for the airfare. And uh, Virginia, you know, schedules things, looks for different time periods. And, and we usually just, you know, going up there, we just take Southwest. It, it really, you know, has never been an issue. It's easy. Southwest, it's right out of Burbank Airport. It's in, it's out. We're up in the air. We're down. Very convenient, very inexpensive, no issues. Right. So this time, uh, we, we thought we'd do a little ski weekend up in uh, Lake Tahoe. Of course, we're having a heat wave in Los Angeles. It's 85, 90 degrees, and we're not sure if it's going to snow or not up there. We hear that there might be storms coming. No snow. Nothing. Strike we didn't one. take the skis. At least yeah. we didn't take the skis with us. Yeah, and it was, you know, like I said, it was just supposed to be like, you know, relaxing and, and ready to go. So as we pack our stuff up, you know, I, I made a decision, you know, because it's 90 degrees here. You know, I'm just going to pack my ski jacket in the big suitcase so that there's more space. It's a small little, you know, airplane, not lots of room, let's be comfortable, and then the carry-on's really small. Right, because even if it's not snowing, it's still cold. It still gets down to the 20s and 30s at night. Yeah. So we we, we, uh, we get to the uh, – Virginia calls, and she's been having some meetings late at work. So she calls me up, and she's like, hey, you know, I'm about two blocks away. When I get in, I'm going to start changing clothes. Can you put the luggage in the car? And I'm like, sure, not a problem. We had a plan. We had an itinerary. We were ready to go. Time schedule, we're, we're completely prepared. So she's changing. I'm loading the stuff up in the car. We've got the tickets, the you know, the confirmation for the rental car, and and so forth. We you know take down a side street so we get to the airport without hitting traffic on the main street. We've printed out our boarding passes the night before. We're good to go. We're A's. Right. So we're just it's just clicking. Everything's fine. So we we park the car in the uh, the, the the flyaway area. We then take the shuttle. You know what we like to do in order to not have to go through uh, the ridiculous check-in when you check in luggage. It's just so insane. We use the uh, uh, bell caps. Yeah, the sky caps. Sky caps. Sky caps. Sky Guys on the curb. So you know we give them that. We, we we give them a tip. They know where we're going, and it wasn't a direct flight. So what it was doing, it was going from Burbank to Las Vegas, then up to uh, uh, Reno. So no big deal. Everything's fine. He knows where we're going. Great. Here we go. We then check in. We had, you know, probably about 40 minutes or so before they even needed to board the airplane. I mean, it, it was, was just perfect. It was perfect. We, we did good timing. We could I, do a little shopping at yeah. the newspaper stand, I got go to the magazine. bathroom, relax, get to know people in the A-line. Right. So we, we board the plane, no issues, flight, it, it, no turbulence. It's just great. It's beautiful. We, we land in, in Las Vegas, and we have to uh, change planes, and even that's perfect. All it is is literally just directly across from where we're at is the next uh, flight that we're supposed to catch. And we have an hour plus you know, in order to, to catch the flight. The flight was on time, and I'm feeling really good about this. I mean, and, Yeah, it was perfect. I mean, we could get a little food to eat. I thought it was going to be two bags of peanuts and a half a Diet Coke dinner, but no, I got to actually grab a sandwich at Subway. It was, it was a beautiful thing. Everything is going perfect. perfectly according to plan. It's a beautiful trip so far. Right. So then we, we hop on the other plane. We, you know, we're still in the A area. We get a good seat. We sit down. 
no turbulence, we land, we're on time, I'm feeling great. And then what we did is, is we rent we rent cars, you know, when, when, when we go to Reno. And we've had some challenges in the past where the cars are just disgusting. I mean, it's like, you know, someone shot cum all over the, you know, the seat, and yeah, they don't even notice it and gross. clean it. I mean, it's, it's just gross. disgusting. Dirt and stuff everywhere. I mean, it's just filthy. So what ended up happening is we... Um, you know, I thought, you know, let's get a plan. Let's let's get the car. Because the other thing that we notice when we get into Reno a lot of times, no matter what uh, car company we choose, the line's jacked. Right. And there'll be 10 car rental company counters, and nine of them will have nobody there. They'll have a big sign, cars available, people waiting at the counter, just waiting for you to come up. And the one that we always have is the one with about a dozen people in line, and there's only one person checking out cars, and they're always out of some type of car. That's always the one. So you yeah. sit, stand in that line because you've already made your your confirmation and pre-reservation, already put down your credit card number for it. Unbelievable. Right. So we, we show up again, and once you, you know, once again, it's like it, it clicks. There's nobody in line. I give them my driver's license. They give them Virginia's driver's license. We're just going. And then the, the challenge that we had is, you know, which which area is the is the uh, the, the luggage on? You know, where where is it at? What carousel? I can't find our luggage. Nothing. We we go to like two or three carousels. We still can't find our luggage, just in case they offload no it in the wrong one. It's gone. I, I see a lady that I was talking to um, on the flight. I'm a chatty person. I, I talk to strangers. Really? You know, you could, you know, not a New York or California person. Mm-hmm. We're friendly. So I see her and I'm like, you know, you know, which one was the luggage? She's like, over there. And I, I can't find our luggage. So we go into the lost and found area and the lady's like, you know, she pulls out a book. Well, what does your luggage look like? It's black. <laughs> yeah. Well, Virginia's is black. You know, it's black and it's rectangle. Yeah, there it's you got go. wheels. Yeah. Does and, that help? Yeah, and, and you know, is it soft case, is it hard case? Mine was a hard case and it was silver, so there's no way I could miss that goddamn thing. I'm going to get a triangle piece of luggage next time so that anytime my luggage gets lost, what does it look like? It's triangle. There's going to be no other triangle luggage. It's just going to be mine. I get a circle one. So what what ended up happening is, is, you know, you fill out this form, you're giving ID, where are you staying at, what's the phone number, and then she's like, well, is it okay if we just leave it on the porch? Well, I'm from L.A. You know, you leave something outside, it's going to get stolen. I'm like, well, no, give me a call, let me know that you guys are coming up, and we'll meet the person. I just don't want to have the the shit stolen. But it dawns on me that it's like 40, 30 degrees outside, and my ski jacket, if you guys recall, I packed it in my, 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 my suitcase. I'm going to freeze my ass off tonight. And then tomorrow, and I'm like, well, when do you think you guys will have it? Oh, well, the first flight that comes in, we'll give you guys a call, and we'll bring it up. We'll probably have it up there by, like, 10. Well, it's still cold, and, and you know, it, it doesn't make sense. So now now we're trying to do, okay, let's do plan B. We need to be prepared. I mean, we had nothing. No toothpaste, no hairbrush, no shampoo, no... No clean underwear. No clean underwear. I mean, just Priorities. Nothing. Yeah, we have priorities. Right. So... You know, we asked the car lady, you know, well, where's a, like a Walmart? So she gave us, you know, some instructions on how to get there. And we found it. And uh, this was the same night that the PS3 was being released. So there's like, you know, lot parties. People were camping out that night. There were tents in the parking lot. People had waited more than 50 hours for a PS3. And we thought we could just walk right in there and grab one. 
well, you know, we're special. That's probably the closest I'm actually going to come to a PS3 for the next six months. Watching someone else take it out the exactly, store. Exactly, right. I know. I thought about, hmm, I wonder, I wonder if I could maybe mug them on the way out, except what they were doing was all the people who were in line for PS3 were all waiting with the security guard because they were all going to walk out to the parking lot together, so I didn't think I had a chance. Did you notice everybody that was buying one of those PS3s were saying that they're going to put it on eBay? And from what I heard prior to that, you know, I wanted to kill them. $3,000 You know, I wanted to kill them. It was like, you know what, I'd go home, take it out of the box, and I would play it nonstop for the next 72 hours. See, that would be you nice. And I'm thinking I can make three grand off of 600. Holy cow. How do you not do that? I don't know. So when we went to Walmart, the original thing we're looking at is toothbrush, toothpaste, hairbrush, you know, and some shampoo and some soap, you know, just to keep us clean until 10 in the morning when the luggage is supposed to be out there. So besides looking at the PS3 stuff that, that we couldn't get. Drooling. I, I was drooling. Yeah. I, I, I bought, uh, like, two different sweatshirts, a, a turtleneck, a, uh, you know, a, a lightweight jacket. I got a double bubble hat. Oh, I got a hat as well. I got a hoodie sweatshirt. What else did we... Oh, then we got sodas, and then we got some food. I got bagels. Bagels at Walmart. Who yeah, knew? it's a super Walmart. We don't have that in L.A. I mean, we've got, like, a regular Walmart, and there's one in the entire San Fernando Valley, and it's not like this. And it was really impressive. But as we leave... $100 plus later. I mean, we did get a lot of stuff. I'm not griping about that, but I wouldn't have spent $100. All we needed was two toothbrushes and a little bit of toothpaste. Right. And the reason why we thought Walmart is, well, I needed also a jacket because I was cold. I needed something to get warm because what I was wearing was not set up for that t- for, for, the, for the weather that we're going to go into. So we as, as, as we get the stuff, we leave. It's over $100 because Southwest lost our fucking luggage. I don't think they put a transfer on it, and I think it was in Vegas gambling. Our luggage was in Vegas. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, someone you know, someone took out the sex toys. They're playing with it. You know, who knows what those you know those 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 people are doing? Because you can't put locks on your luggage anymore. How much they want to have access? So you know, someone's like you know like sucking on the toy. How much can I? How much can I buy in for with a three ounce bottle of KY and uh, two pairs of Jonies? Yeah, or you know, oh hey, smell this. You know, I mean, it's just disgusting. So we're, we're not too thrilled. So uh, we, we're driving up from Reno to Tahoe. It's about two hours. We're, we, we go up the mountain. As we're going up the mountain, we're now hitting Critterville. There was a... Uh, it was a, a deer. Yeah. A deer it, came flying across the road. Right. We didn't hit it, but someone else, you know, hit a deer, you know, a little bit farther up the road. You saw the dead carcass. And it was Not kind the of, same deer. It was a different no, one. it was. So then we, we, we get all the way up to, uh, to the, the main streets where the, the house is at. We're about two blocks away from my parents' house. And all of a sudden, I see a wolf run across the street. And I looked at that. I'm like, look at that. You know, because once again, we don't have that. You know, we, we've got uh, possums. I don't need to see any more wildlife than we already see. Our neurotic dogs, that's plenty for me. Yeah, they are obnoxious. So then, you know, whatever. You look at that. No big deal. We go down another block or so. I pull into the driveway. As we pull into the driveway, there's another wolf. Now, my parents, my, my dad built the house to retire in. Long story. We'll get into that on another another episode. But, you know, in, you know, tons of years, I've never seen a critter or a wolf in the driveway. And it had this dead carcass. I think it's a squirrel. Virginia thinks it's a raccoon. Whatever it is, it was dead. It was in its mouth. It was its dinner. Look, all I know is one wolf, and I locked the doors, the second wolf, and I was ready to pack it in for the night in the car, not getting out. Yeah. It's now 2.30 in the morning. I'm cranky. I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. I'm done. I'm done. I'm staying in the car. I'm getting comfortable. I put the seat back all the way, flattened it out. I'm ready. I had no issues leaving her in the car because I'm going to go into the bed 
And and so I get out of the thing. I look at the wolf. The wolf looks back at me. We look at each other. We have an understanding. Look, don't come near me, and you can eat your carcass. And it was totally fine. So I'm like, Virginia, let's get out of the car. Let's go in the house. She trusted me. I'm not sure what made you get out of the car because you were scared. Well, once you opened the the door, I knew I could sprint over to the door and get away from the wolf uh, faster than it could drop that and uh, knock over its Diet Coke and get in the house. Yeah. So we we get into the house. We we, we crash out that night. The next morning, no phone call from fucking Southwest. So it's it's now past. You know, we we go out. We go have breakfast. You know, we're not looking great because we don't have our own stuff. We have breakfast, we look at the little outlet mall, buy some more shit because we don't have anything. So right now this airline that we saved money on and we went southwest to save money is now cost us probably what, about two eighty. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pretty much about it. Not a fucking thing. So then I give them a call, hey, what's going on? Answer machine. How do you get an answer machine midday on an airline? You know, in in the, uh, the the luggage claim area. Nothing. It was a Friday, too. It wasn't like it was a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, it was a Friday. A normal work day. And probably a very busy day because people are going to be flying away for the weekend. They don't call me back. So then as soon as I, I you know, I, I they, 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 later on, maybe about an hour later, they called me back and they said, well, would you like us to, you know, bring the luggage up? No, I'd like to fucking drive down two hours to go get it and two hours back. So I said, yes, please bring it up. You know, can I leave it on the porch? My gut says, don't leave it on the porch. This time I said, you know what? Just leave it on the porch. So time goes by. We go out. We, ha- we, we meet some friends. We have some lunch. The luggage still isn't back. Where the hell is the luggage? Now, there's two streets that are right next to each other, Tahoe Vista and Tahoe Island. So I thought that they put it on the wrong area. Anyways, so I'm driving up and down the streets looking for this, the, the fucking luggage. I get a phone call from Virginia. The luggage showed up. As I pull up, Virginia's getting a sales call from another guy. Well, someone showed up at the door, and I thought it was the luggage because they said the luggage was going to be there momentarily. And it's some little kid telling me how he needs these magazine points to go to college, and you know his dad was a marine, and he gave me this whole story. I mean, how could I how could I say no to this kid? You're a New Yorker. I know, but I just you know it just touched me. Besides, he had uh, computer game magazines on his list, and it was going to get him a lot of points and blah 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 blah. I think the magazine wound up costing me like forty five dollars. I'll probably get three issues, and if that, you should have just given forty five and just go here you go. You know, if I had more cash in my pocket, I probably would have. But the luggage did show up. We just saw some lipstick over the dildo, but uh, it wasn't ours. You know, but hey, and the battery still worked. Well, I thought it was a little low. Anyway, so we ended up flying back home after the, I mean, the rest of the trip was nice, nice food, nice company. We fly back home, no issues, but this one flight that cost us 300 round trip cost us another 280 and in, in shit that we had to buy because they lost the luggage. No credit, so fuck you, Southwest. All right, maybe we can, uh, we can charge that off as a business expense. Maybe we can use JetBlue next time. Right on. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.